Hi there, my name is Fianna Shu, and I am a second grade teacher. As I began thinking about the independent reading activity, I knew exactly what book I wanted to choose. This assignment was implemented during our first week of school, and during the first week of school, I always like to introduce the idea of a growth mindset with my second graders and the power of a positive mind. The book, The Dot, by Peter H. Reynolds exemplifies these qualities. This is why I knew The Dot would be the perfect book for this assignment. For this activity, I read the dot to a group of four students. I explained to the students that as I'm reading, it is their job to think about a time when you almost gave up. How did changing your mindset accomplish your goal? Before I began reading, we talked about what it means to have a positive mindset and what the word accomplish meant. I also explained that, the, that at the end of our story, we would be responsible for answering this question. As I began reading, students were tracking to be sure that they were paying attention to the story. Throughout the reading, we paused to revisit our question and to make any connections. The students in my small group were very engaged in the story and also the main character, Vashti. At the end of the reading, each student took out their journal as I reread their question to them. Think about a time when you almost gave up and how did changing your mindset help you accomplish your goal? At first, some students struggled making a personal connection to the story, but as I began asking scaffolding questions, they were able to come up with a response. Some of the students' responses include, I was in first grade doing a math test, and I thought that I couldn't do it. I was easily going to give up, but then I did it because I changed my mindset. I didn't finish the test, but that didn't mean anything to my teacher because I tried my best and I worked hard. Another response includes, when I played football, I wasn't any good. My coach helped me be positive and he told me that I was good. I got better. Overall, I am very pleased with the outcome of this activity. The four students were engaged and understood their assignment. With a little bit of help, they were able to come up with really meaningful responses. I'm happy with my book choice because it included aspects of social emotional learning too. Moving forward, as I do activities like this again, I will be sure to give students a sentence requirement. I realized that I did not make my ex expectations clear on how many sentences I was looking for. Some students wrote very little, while others wrote much more. Thank you for listening to my podcast, and I will be back next week with more updates on this assignment. Bye-bye. Hi, welcome back to week two of my podcast. This week, during my small group reading activity, I decided to choose the book named Those Shoes by Mary Beth Boltz. This book is about a young boy who decides to give his brand new shoes to a classmate who has an old, dirty pair of shoes. This story embodies lessons on compassion and kindness, and since this activity was implemented during our second week of school, I wanted a book that was going to teach a social-emotional lesson as well. For this second week, I chose the same four students as week one, with the exception of one who was absent. The group was very motivated to be completing a similar activity again, and this week went much smoother than the first, because the students knew the routine of how our activity was going to go. The students were also very pleased with the book choice and thought that the young boy who gave his shoes away was a kind person. As I began reading, I asked 
the group to think about the question. Think about a time when someone showed you compassion or you showed someone else compassion and how did this make you feel? During our reading, we pause to clarify any unknown words as well as to identify parts of the story that talked about compassion. After we finished reading, students took out their journals and I reread their question to them. Think about a time when someone showed you compassion or you showed someone else compassion and how did this make you feel? Unlike during week one, students did not have any troubles making a connection to the story. In fact, multiple students had more than one event they wanted to write about. Some examples of students' responses include, one time when I was in first grade, there was a new student and she had no friends. I showed her compassion by asking her to be my friend. This made me feel really good because I made her happy. Another response reads, I show compassion to Josh in our classroom by helping him push his wheelchair to recess. It makes me feel like a nice friend because Josh needs extra help. Moving forward, one aspect I would like to change is the time of the day I chose to do the activity. This week, I implemented the activity during a time block that was only about 20 minutes. Although each student completed their responses, I feel as though they were a tad rushed. Overall, I am very pleased with the results of this week's independent reading activity. And reflecting from last week, I made sure to give clear expectations with the amount of sentences I was looking for. This helped close the gap of how much my group wrote. This week, my students gave a lot of thought into their responses and they were very proud of their work and I was too. Thank you for listening to week two's reflection. Bye-bye. Hi, my name is Fianna Schutt and I'm a second grade teacher. My student that I chose for this project is an ELL student whose native language is Haitian Creole, and I believe that diversity played a major role in his assessment data. Specifically, his phonemic awareness is hindered from his native language because phonemic awareness is difficult for ELL students because they may not yet have enough experience with the English language to be able to distinguish sounds that differ from those of their native language. Due to this, he was provided with extra time and practice throughout the post and pre-assessment and also during instruction time. Overall, I feel this project has helped me grow as an ed educator. I'm a second year teacher and this project has helped me work on areas of weaknesses of mine. Through doing this project, I have strengthened my skills in using assessment data to identify students' strengths and needs. Also, through researching different assessments for this project, it has given me multiple resources to use in my classroom as a starting point to begin assessing students. The thing I liked most about this assessment I, that I chose, which was the phonological awareness skills test, is that each skill assessed was labeled by which grade students should be able to master it by. Because using assessment data is a weakness of mine, this was a great assessment for me to use because it allowed for me to know which skills should be explicitly taught first before moving on to more complex ones. Due to this, I was able to identify my student with needing instruction in phoneme isolations of final sounds because this was considered a kindergarten level skill. Being as though my student is in second grade, it is a crucial, crucial skill for him to master so that he can move forward in developing phonemic awareness. 
This assignment has helped me feel more confident as a teacher. I have learned how to use standards to determine my instruction as it pertains to identifying students' needs. Usually I become overwhelmed with the standards and finding the missing gaps that students have. But through reading our text, Evidence-Based Instruction in Reading, a Professional Development Guide to Phonemic Awareness, I have learned the importance of following the developmental progression of phonemic awareness stages. Overall, I feel as though I was successful in using the pre and post assessments to determine my student's needs in his development of phonemic awareness. I also believe that my instruction was effective over the course of the intervention because my student was able to successfully master the skill of focus. Hi there, my name is Fianna Shute. I'm gonna to talk to you a little bit about my PLC project that I implemented a few weeks ago. Um, for my PLC project, I worked with my second grade team to discuss common trends that we were seeing in this year's second grade students as it pertains to comprehension. Through this professional learning session, it gave us the opportunity to have uninterrupted time to analyze our students' Edmentum data as it pertains to comprehension to see how our students are comparing to other second grade students. Through this, we were able to find that many of our concerns were shared by our team members, and it allowed us to come up with goals and our next steps of ways that we can provide interventions to our struggling students. Through conducting this professional learning session, I have grown professionally. Planning and implementing this learning session has allowed for me to feel more comfortable sharing new ideas with my team members. I am only a second year teacher and my cohorts have been teaching many more years than I have. Presenting new ideas to them has helped me feel more comfortable in a leadership position within our team. Moving forward, I could see myself wanting to present new ideas with my team members. I selected the topic of comprehension due to the fact that it is one of the most common topics that I see my students struggling with most. Coming off of almost two years remote, our group of second graders have never had a normal year of learning. My team members and I have been seeing the effects of remote learning and our students' ability to comprehend material. Due to this, I wanted to share some of the strategies that were given in our text to help our students. And through selecting this PLC, I feel as though my team members and I have become more confident in teaching the cognitive strategies and we're excited to see the changes that it will make with our students and their comprehension. Being as though my school is a very diverse, has a very diverse population, the topic of equity is always on my mind. My professional learning session has allowed for teachers to choose from a variety of different cognitive strategies for them to use. This will allow for them to use a strategy that will fit best with their specific student needs. For example, if they're seeing that they're having a major lack of motivation within their class, they could choose the strategy of motivating and connecting. Our second grade students are working towards reaching their Edmonton testing goals by the end of the year. While keeping equity in mind, each of our students has a different end of year goal being as though every student has different abilities and their own different reading levels. Through using Edmentum, we're assessing students' proficiency in second grade state standards. The data from this mid-year assessment will allow us to see which state standards students are proficient in and which standards need to be taught or even retaught before the end of the year. We're also working with the standards to determine if our students are scoring below, on, or above grade level on their assessments.
This data will help determine which RTI group students are being put in and what, are, and what type of intervention they were going to receive. Um, during my PLC, I gave my team members the artifact of figure 6.2 in our textbook, and figure 6.2 describes teaching moves for teaching cognitive strategies for teachers. Thank you for listening. Hi there, my name is Fianna Shute, and I'm going to talk to you a little bit about my PLC project. For my professional learning session, I worked with my second grade team to discuss the common trends that we're seeing in this year's second graders as it pertains to comprehension. This gave us the opportunity to have uninterrupted time to analyze our students' Edmentum data as it pertains to comprehension and to also see how our students compare with other second graders in our school. Through this, we were able to find that many of our individual concerns are shared by our team members as well. And through conducting this PLC, it has given my team and I time to come up with our goals and our next steps of ways that we can provide interventions to our struggling students. Through conducting this professional learning session, I have grown professionally. Planning and implementing this learning session has allowed for me to feel more comfortable sharing new ideas with my team members. I'm only a second year teacher and my cohorts have had many more years of experience than me. So presenting new ideas to them has helped me feel more comfortable being in a leadership position within our team. Moving forward, I could see myself wanting to present more ideas to them. I selected the topic of comprehension due to the fact that it is one of the topics I see my students struggling with most. Coming off of almost two years of remote learning, our group of second graders have never had a normal school year. And my team members and I are starting to see the effects of remote learning in our students' ability to comprehend material. Due to this, I wanted to share some of the strategies given in our text so that we can help our students with their comprehension. Through selecting this PLC topic, I feel as though my team members and I feel more confident in teaching cognitive strategies and we're excited to see the changes that they will make within our students. Being as though my school is a very diverse school, the topic of equity is always on my mind. My, prof my professional learning session has allowed for teachers to choose from a variety of different cognitive strategies for them to implement in their classroom. This will allow for them to choose which strategy will fit best with their specific students. For example, if they're seeing that their students are having a hard time staying motivated during reading, that they could use the cognitive strategy of motivating and connecting. During my PLC, I gave my team members a copy of figure 6.2, Teaching Moves for Teaching Cognitive Strategies from our text. This is where they will be choosing their specific strategy from to implement into their classroom. Through using our Edmentum data, we are assessing students' proficiency in second grade state standards. The data from this mid-year assessment will allow for us to see which state standards our students are proficient in and which standards we need to teach and even reteach before the end of the year. We are also using standards to determine if our students are scoring below, on, or above grade level on their comprehension assessments. This data will help us determine which RTI groups our students will be put in and what type of intervention they will receive. Thank you for listening to my PLC project. 
Hi there, my name is Fianna Shute, and I'm going to talk to you a little bit about my PLC project. For my professional learning session, I worked with my second grade team to discuss the common trends that we're seeing in this year's second graders as it pertains to comprehension. This gave us the opportunity to have uninterrupted time to analyze our students' Edmentum data as it pertains to comprehension and to also see how our students compare with other second graders in our school. Through this, we were able to find that many of our individual concerns are shared by our team members as well. And through conducting this PLC, it has given my team and I time to come up with our goals and our next steps of ways that we can provide interventions to our struggling students. Through conducting this professional learning session, I have grown professionally. Planning and implementing this learning session has allowed for me to feel more comfortable sharing new ideas with my team members. I'm only a second year teacher and my cohorts have had many more years of experience than me. So presenting new ideas to them has helped me feel more comfortable being in a leadership position within our team. Moving forward, I could see myself wanting to present more ideas to them. I selected the topic of comprehension due to the fact that it is one of the topics I see my students struggling with most. Coming off of almost two years of remote learning, our group of second graders have never had a normal school year. And my team members and I are starting to see the effects of remote learning in our students' ability to comprehend material. Due to this, I wanted to share some of the strategies given in our text so that we can help our students with their comprehension. Through selecting this PLC topic, I feel as though my team members and I feel more confident in teaching cognitive strategies and we're excited to see the changes that they will make within our students. Being as though my school is a very diverse school, the topic of equity is always on my mind. My, prof my professional learning session has allowed for teachers to choose from a variety of different cognitive strategies for them to implement in their classroom. This will allow for them to choose which strategy will fit best with their specific students. For example, if they're seeing that their students are having a hard time staying motivated during reading, that they could use the cognitive strategy of motivating and connecting. During my PLC, I gave my team members a copy of figure 6.2, Teaching Moves for Teaching Cognitive Strategies from our text. This is where they will be choosing their specific strategy from to implement into their classroom. Through using our Edmentum data, we are assessing students' proficiency in second grade state standards. The data from this mid-year assessment will allow for us to see which state standards our students are proficient in and which standards we need to teach and even reteach before the end of the year. We are also using standards to determine if our students are scoring below, on, or above grade level on their comprehension assessments. This data will help us determine which RTI groups our students will be put in and what type of intervention they will receive. Thank you for listening to my PLC project. Hi there, my name is Fianna Shute and I'm going to talk to you a little bit about my PLC project. For my professional learning session, I worked with my second grade team to discuss the common trends that we're seeing in this year's second graders as it pertains to comprehension. This gave us the opportunity to have uninterrupted time to analyze our students' Edmentum data as it pertains to comprehension and to also see how our students compare with other second graders in our school. 
Through this, we were able to find that many of our individual concerns are shared by our team members as well. And through conducting this PLC, it has given my team and I time to come up with our goals and our next steps of ways that we can provide interventions to our struggling students. Through conducting this professional learning session, I have grown professionally. Planning and implementing this learning session has allowed for me to feel more comfortable sharing new ideas with my team members. I'm only a second year teacher and my cohorts have had many more years of experience than me. So presenting new ideas to them has helped me feel more comfortable being in a leadership position within our team. Moving forward, I could see myself wanting to present more ideas to them. I selected the topic of comprehension due to the fact that it is one of the topics I see my students struggling with most. Coming off of almost two years of remote learning, our group of second graders have never had a normal school year. And my team members and I are starting to see the effects of remote learning in our students' ability to comprehend material. Due to this, I wanted to share some of the strategies given in our text so that we can help our students with their comprehension. Through selecting this PLC topic, I feel as though my team members and I feel more confident in teaching cognitive strategies and we're excited to see the changes that they will make within our students. Being as though my school is a very diverse school, the topic of equity is always on my mind. My, prof my professional learning session has allowed for teachers to choose from a variety of different cognitive strategies for them to implement in their classroom. This will allow for them to choose which strategy will fit best with their specific students. For example, if they're seeing that their students are having a hard time staying motivated during reading, that they could use the cognitive strategy of motivating and connecting. During my PLC, I gave my team members a copy of figure 6.2, Teaching Moves for Teaching Cognitive Strategies from our text. This is where they will be choosing their specific strategy from to implement into their classroom. Through using our Edmentum data, we are assessing students' proficiency in second grade state standards. The data from this mid-year assessment will allow for us to see which state standards our students are proficient in and which standards we need to teach and even reteach before the end of the year. We are also using standards to determine if our students are scoring below, on, or above grade level on their comprehension assessments. This data will help us determine which RTI groups our students will be put in and what type of intervention they will receive. Thank you for listening to my PLC project. Implementing metacognition strategies into my students' learning can improve his daily academics. One strategy that can help support his inability to retain new information is by providing opportunities to learn through peer collaboration. Peer collaboration is proven to show better results in performance. This is an effective strategy that promotes students' awareness of information processing because each student has a different network of knowledge to pull from when completing assignments. This is an effective strategy because students will find, fill in each other's gaps and students will be able to draw on other students' strengths. Through using peer collaboration, it will foster engagement as well. Students are pushed to collaborate with one another and make meaningful connections to the material. 
This type of strategy fosters growth in the processing skills that are most beneficial to learning. To implement peer collaboration into my students' learning, I will use think-pair-shares in the classroom. To do so, students will be posed with a question and given time to think about it on their own first. Next, students will pair up and take turns sharing their ideas. Students are able to assist one another as they work through the process of gaining knowledge and skills needed to pro progress beyond their current capabilities. After this activity, students will participate in a reflection of their learning using the compass advantage. Students will reflect with their partners which of the eight abilities they were able to use when collaborating during their think-pair-share. Another metacognitive strategy that has been selected for my student is for him to regularly reflect on his thinking inside of the classroom. The ability to reflect on one's thinking creates self-awareness. As defined by Price Mitchell, self-awareness plays a crucial role in learning because it helps students become more efficient at focusing on what they still need to learn. The process of becoming self-aware of one's learning also cultivates resilience, resourcefulness, which are all a part of the compass advantage. Teaching my student to improve his metacognition strategies through his reflection of learning will also provide him with tools to reflect and grow in his emotional and social life. This is a crucial skill that my student is missing. As he reflects on these areas of his social emotional life, he will be more equipped to make meaningful connections with his peers. For implementation of this strategy, my student will keep a personal learning journal. For this, he will be assigned questions to help reflect in how he learned rather than what he learned. In doing so, this activity will help foster engagement because my student is being reflective of his own learning. Using the compass advantage, another way for him to reflect on his own learning is through reflective thinking. This is the process of becoming aware of one's own biases that may get in the way of development. By challenging his own thinking, my student will become more flexible and adaptive in his thinking process.